0: All the music used in this episode fall under fair use under section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, and reporting. Thank you.
1: only if, if we're taking like a break i don't know how this works <laughs> oh yeah mama
0: no mama we can take a break whenever you want but we're like we're just gonna go straight through this good
1: the only time i only take a break is if any blow my nose
0: okay. yeah we can like there's no like um and we're gonna take a break
1: because now we're gonna take yeah there's really no reason for me to take a break because i don't have any
0: i don't got no ads i don't got no sponsors <laughs>
1: Imagine you have a sponsor. That'd I'm so- like,
0: I'm like, um, Aaron. Um, Meandies is actually a sponsor today. Use code <laughs> My, My and Me, get 20% off. But if Meandies wants to. Hello, hello, hello! And welcome back to another episode of My Records and Me. My name is Kylie. And this week. I have a wonderful guest, an amazing guest, a special guest, like all of my other guests, but she's also very special. Um, and it's Aaron, my friend Aaron, Aaron McConnell. Aaron, say hi to the people.
1: Hello to the people. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> um, Aaron, how did we meet? Perg. That's it. End Perg, of story. <laughs> it all
0: comes back to Perg. Most of my friends who have been on, I met from this organization in college called uh, Perg, the Public Interest Research Group. Um, but yeah, that, that, that is, um, I, uh, my first memory of Aaron was not freshman year. It was my sophomore year and we had like known of each other and known about each other. But my, one of my, my, my most intense memory of Aaron was the spring of my, our sophomore year together. Cause we graduated the same year. We were at a surprise birthday party for, for someone that we, we know, we know, um, and the the birthday girl did not show up till like 1 a.m and at the surprise birthday party yeah you know i'm not saying the name
1: like forgetting but now remembering
0: (laughs) also aaron has an awful memory but um um when the birthday girl came i we were kind of we were already out of our minds and we were singing um what song was that oh 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 my god it was like can't hold us by um just
1: to ourselves just to ourselves wait
0: who sings that song macklemore and we were being shushed by the people around us because it was a surprise. Was, we were all supposed to be quiet in the dark. But that's like my first. And then um, the banquet, I guess.
1: Oh, the banquet when Kylie wasn't even a part of the organization the banquet was for, but yeah. it still showed up. I was. I showed up locked. Out of her mind. Out of her mind. Out of my mind. Yep. But. Yeah, those were my first real, mem- the
0: first like real, like real, real memories of Aaron. Very core, very core. Memory. And uh, it's been like that every time. It's completely <laughs> just us singing in the dark and drunk and people telling us to be, be quiet. Yeah,
1: which doesn't usually happen, but here we are.
0: But here we are. And today um, we are talking about the works by Queen oh, yeah. and um my girl aaron is a big queen fan and you did you see you saw the adam lambert tour right
1: oh my god absolutely like cultural reset quite honestly like, oh my god such, I'm so excited a cool experience
0: yeah and you when did you see that
1: that was was it 2018 i want to say it was 2018 or 2019 i can't remember but it was with mm-hmm. my parents because they're big so queen fans there's literally like queen um and literally like just oh my god and absolutely like otherworldly experience quite honestly that's awesome yeah
0: that's so cool so that's my girl aaron's on because she's a big queen fan and um i just love this i love this album um so so the works is the 11th studio album by obviously british rock band queen it was released the 27th of february 1984 by emi records in the united kingdom and it was actually the first uh, studio album released by Capitol records in the u.s so after really having a, a synth heavy 1982 hot space album um off that album is um under pressure um this album really saw this re-emergence of that brian may and roger taylor rock sound like you know still incorporating some of that early 80s retro futuristic electronic music definitely but it, it. this album we're back to rock and roll with Queen. And that's why I love this album so much. Yep. This album is kind of controversial, and that's why I kind of love it, um, based on really negative feedback from the music video of I Want to Break Free in the United States, where it's actually banned off of MTV. Um, and we'll, I think we'll talk about it more when we talk about that that's song. Fair. I have a lot to
1: say. So. I have a lot to say,
0: too. Um, but despite that, sales around the world were amazing. It did not reach number one, but it spent 94 weeks on the UK album's chart list, um, and that was actually the longest it's been on the chart for any Queen's Studio album. Um, and I don't know when this was updated. Also, shout out to Wikipedia. Always shout out to my sources of the Wikipedia and Genius.com. Um <laughs> But Wikipedia gave me a quote of, the work has sold over 6 million copies worldwide. I don't know what the date is on that, but still very impressive. Um, In the early 80s, definitely perplexed some people. Um, so giving back, re- returning to that fundamental of this great rock album, it- it's great to hear, you know?
1: Literally agree. I remember when you actually, Kylie, reached out to me and told me that this was the album I was going to be talking about, and I like re-listened to it, like... Just sort of reliving like the oh, yeah. feeling of first hearing these songs I was like, yeah, like this is yeah. this is an album, you know Like this is in its completeness yeah. it's I definitely so agree
0: important. with that What I just said, it's that returning to fundamentals That with the previous albums Hot Space And the one before Hot Space I think which is the 1980s The Game Great, great albums, great pieces of work yeah. But this album really does return to that To that rock and roll Brian May um, feel Which I love Queen for um so it really yes. was going back to these these fundamentals of the band and it it, it but it was such a new spin and in a new age because you still hear that synth oh
1: and it's just it, it oh my goes god all over the place like it, it is really just, does go
0: everywhere. everywhere i'm like
1: work i'm like do i love it do it baby
0: do it so uh, if you if you do remember do you remember the first time you heard this album
1: you know when I was looking at the, like the the prompt questions you were going to ask me I of course don't because as Kylie mentioned earlier my memory's awful. <laughs> memory. <laughs> but I remember like the like how it but how I led up to how I was led up to like listening to this album. Yeah. And I and I will bring it back to my parents. They they were the ones that really got me into all that classic rock and roll. Um, my dad he loves the Eagles, the Beatles, you know. The list can just go on and on and Queen was one of those bands and I remember I used to live in Bermuda, small context about that. But when I was 12 years old, my mom was like, there's a queen cover band coming to one of the, like, establishments in Bermuda. You should go see them. I'm like, girl, what? I'm like, why am I going to go see this old band? Like, I don't want to see this. She was like, trust me. Like, you are going to, like, go out of your mind. Just trust me. I'm like, okay, fine. And the rest, as they say, is history. Like, I just remember being in that moment being introduced to queen like in like real time for the first time it's so crazy it was it was an other i'll say otherworldly so many times this this during this episode but it's so true it's just like a surreal experience and i remember once again probably around that same time listening to i want to break free for the first time that was how this album came about to me so good. that song is definitely one of my top queen songs like of all time i think it's my favorite Queen song. it's literally one of my top favorite for sure top five minimum you know and I was like, wow, this song's so great. Where, wh- what is the rest of the album like? And so that, yeah. whenever that happened, that was my first introduction yeah. to this album. And it was, it was awesome.
0: Yeah. I, a similar story. I, I don't, I, with some songs, I feel like, especially with some Queen songs, I'm like, oh, I feel like I've known this forever, this song. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody, of course. Crazy Little Thing Called Love. We Will Rock You. Like, those songs, I'm like, I, cu- I could not tell you. Which album? Which, I I could probably tell you which album, but I could tell, I couldn't tell you the first time I heard them. Yes. But I could probably tell you the first time, not like date, like a time period. When I first heard I Want to Break Free. And that's like, uh, that's why I love this album so much. And I love Queen so much because of that song and because of this album. Um, And it was probably around like two thousand nine or ten yep. and one of my favorite things i used to do when i was like growing up around there was like it was like when youtube started getting like popular and all the bands started putting their music videos on
1: and yes. that was my
0: introduction to to really like understanding queen was the i want to rake free music video so uh, you kind of touched on it but like what does this album mean to you
1: yeah i it really is like such an important album to me just because you know it has like such important songs on it you know like starting off with i want to break free as like being the way that i like learned about this album but then listening to it in its entirety and hearing songs like radio gaga
0: oh my god so good
1: like man on the prowl you got some like elvis business coming up
0: crazy songs crazy songs
1: and then you got machines i'm about to say you got the synth coming back in with machines crazy
0: song machines
1: absolutely insane absolutely insane and it just it really means a lot to me because it does so much, but it does it all so well. Like it really it really encompasses everything that a rock album could be. Completely. But it like has has no trouble doing all of it to the best that like those four guys can do it, you know? Like oh my God, they yeah, just totally ten out of ten. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, like this um I agree. It's like it's so much in as a whole. But, like, each song, each song does not sound like they belong to the same album.
1: Like, literally, you, so many albums nowadays, like, it's so important, like, you know, the whole thing with Adele getting Spotify to take off Shuffle. Oh, yeah, yeah, This album, they were just like, let's put some songs in yeah. here. That's, and it'll tell a story for sure, but, like, it's also going all over the place. Yeah, it's
0: like, there is a story, and yeah. it's like, it's very social commentary is kind of yes. how I understood, really how I could categorize it but um
1: like all types every type ever you know so much so relevant today oh my god so relevant yeah. today,
0: and that's why i'm like this is a very timeless album but what it means to me it, the, just that i want to break through your music video um like that was like the first time ever i like really saw like gender bending like basically and um Aaron knows this about me, but like I'm and like I could mean me and Aaron probably on the same page. Like we are not girly girls. Like we are not I wouldn't no. categorize us and I'm please tell me if I, you know, I'm like as a very hyper feminine
1: being. Definitely <laughs> so, along that like middle line. Yeah. Sure.
0: But like I think while, you know, a lot of the things that I was seeing growing up in like the early two thousands, it was very hyper feminine. Um, and then ultra masculine yep. and I have never ever fit, fit as a as in like a hyper feminine way I've, n- I've known that forever and like I don't have any like gender dysphoria or anything but like growing up when you like when you only see like very hyper things and nothing that fits it's just representation like you don't 100% you just don't feel represented but then when I first saw this I was like whoa I was like there's a dude with tits on, a mustache, and in, in like, in a miniskirt, and this iconic top.
1: So iconic. I
0: was like, whoa! That's fucking cool! (laughs) And I was like, that's different. I'm like, that's different, and then, like, this is, like, the biggest, my understanding, one of the biggest bands, and, you know, it is, what it was, of all time. It's like, that's really cool. So to me it's just like it opened like this whole new door um of just one visual mediums because i love that music video and two just like talking and seeing gender like a very fluid thing um and yeah freddie mercury way ahead of his time yes so way ahead of his time and you
1: know i put you know
0: david bowie in that same category Mick jagger i put i put so many people in that category
1: that just didn't care and just did what they wanted
0: to do. Yeah, just they, like they wanted to do it. Yeah, like oh, Elton John, like you know, so many oh, people. God. The works opens with Radio Gaga, written and composed on keyboard by the band's drummer Roger Taylor after he heard his three-year-old son Felix say, "Radio Gaga."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that I love
0: it (laughs) so he wrote it in Los Angeles locked himself in the studio with um like a a synth like a I don't know a drum machine I don't I don't know what the words are um and then John Deacon came up with a suitable bass line and then Freddie Mercury reconstructed the track um both musically and lyrically and this song um reached the top 40 of every major chart around the world um and its music video uh features footage from the iconic sci-fi german movie metropolis and oh god this is just um just a, this is just a this is like an iconic queen yes. song
1: to yes. me like this is one that everyone should know you know yeah th-
0: i would say this is a very yeah i say like this is in the maybe like the top five top tens of like most people would know this song and would know it. it's a Queen song. No, 100%. And really, it's the singer kind of expressing his displeasure of how television is taking over radio in terms of popularity. He dislikes how more and more people are abandoning radio. I mean, depending on television for music, so MTV, stuff like that, which is getting very big around this time. Um, And the narrator doesn't really want radio to die because he loves it. Um, hence the word "gaga." If you're Gaga about something, you're crazy about it. Um, and you know, we hear the narrator telling the world how crazy and love he is with the radio, and even talks about how radio educated him, kept him company during lonely nights. Um, it's just a really good song, and such a true commentary of really what was happening in the music industry around this time. You no, know,
1: it's super good, and it just you know, it's sort of and i think this can be said about like every song on this album but like this album like as a whole is just so timeless and this is such a good start yeah. to this timeless album because you know it's talking all about you know the the transition to a new form of media and yeah. i feel like it's just such a such a critique of what the media was back then and you know our media today is just doing the exact same stuff always you know yeah. so it's like once again this song made in made 40 years ago is just as relevant today as it was back then oh
0: completely 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 funny fun thing if you just want to know lady gaga actually got her name from this song so shout out to lady oh gaga. i li- shout out to lady gaga <laughs> shout out to lady gaga <laughs> well,
1: we'll shout out lady gaga right now
0: <laughs> yeah but i just i love how the song opens i sit alone and watch your light my only friend through teenage nights and everything i had to know i heard it on my radio and i think it truly it's like you don't want to downplay the real uh effect that mediums like the radio, like, literally, like, the radio had. Because it was such a, a bigger way to reach a larger audience. Um you
1: No, know, like, quite honestly, because I'm, you know, obviously not a super big history buff, but I'm assuming up until this point, you know, you had your 8-tracks, you had your cassettes, and now all of a sudden this radio thing is coming up, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. I can just listen to this whenever. Yeah. There's music playing all the time. Like
0: Yeah, and, like, also, it's, like, obviously radio... There was radio but i think like the commercialization quote-unquote of radio and them becoming like disc jockeys and like all that stuff um was just so important and really again like open this wide exposure and this to wider audiences that wouldn't hear it whereas tv that could also be a give and take too because it's like Around this time, we're talking early 80s. But it's also like, you know, like, how many people, I wonder I wonder how many actually people had a TV in their household around that time.
1: Like, what, was the TV such a commonplace thing like it is today? Or was it, like, sort of a thing of, like, classism or elitism where it's like, oh, like, you have a TV, that means you're welcome than everyone else sort of thing, you know? Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, I think it's such a great way to open this album. It's just, it's so good. And whenever I do hear this song, literally on the radio, because I hear it, quite frequently on the on the 101.5 wpdh um it just makes me smile because I'm like oh it's just so good
1: it's just so good yeah no a big fan, fan. sets the stage for the, the album also I
0: I really do agree um in the stage of I like like we said like displeasure um I, there yeah. is there there is such this theme throughout that it's really this it really is like a social commentary and I didn't think about this album as a social commentary album till very till what till I was doing my notes for this this recording
1: exactly when I started to re-listen to this I was like why is this like deep right yeah like this is a classic rock and roll track like this is like something that makes you think and feel
0: completely um well the next song actually doesn't make me think at all (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, yes. I, I like how yeah.
0: we just like opened that, and now we're like, okay, let's just do a crazy song. <laughs> yeah, but like, Tear It Up, Um, lyrics don't make any sense to me.
1: They really don't. Yeah. But
0: it's a great, the track is a great rock and roll song. Tear it up. Oh, and the beat. The beat
1: yeah, is it's, so important. So the hard.
0: beat, oh my god. So the second track, Tear It Up, written by guitarist Brian May, it's written in as an attempt to revive Queen's old sound, which I think it is. Really does. Yes, um, sure. Notably, features riffs from the intro to the song Liar. Um, when performed live during the Magic Tour, May would skip into the intro from Liar and then go to the beginning of the song. Um, it features the stomping um, percussion, which you mentioned, very similar to Weeble Rock You, which really drives the song. Yeah, it, it really, really drives it. Um, the demo had um, Brian May doing the vocals before Freddie Mercury's uh, I, I don't know if that's like you can hear that I don't know if that's like widely available you could hear that but
1: probably on YouTube somewhere.
0: it probably is so in 2018 so I think that's probably when this you saw the tour
1: yeah it had to have been
0: yeah so in 2018 more than 30 years after last being performed Queen and Adam Lambert revived the song to be the opening track of their actual European tour I don't know if it was do you know if it was the opening for your tour
1: I she doesn't remember. I, mm. She doesn't
0: remember. She does not remember.
1: You could have, you could have known that without asking. <laughs> I said, I'll look and see when I was actually at at the uh, at the concert, though.
0: <laughs> no, do it. But yeah, this is um, uh, this is definitely less of a s- social commentary, so more of a like a uh, sex song.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like literally just like ready to take someone like right here, right now. Like we're about to tear it yeah, up.
0: They'll be like, I'm about to tear it.
1: <laughs> Ooh, so good
0: yeah but totally when you when you think of the intention that brian may sought out which is i want to bring back queen's old sound oh my god this song it's it's so reminiscent of that early queen sound and that iconic sound of queen
1: like he did what he intended to do like 100 percent.
0: maybe he did it um fun song fun 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 song um, I wrote, fun song, back those real rock and roll queen. That's it.
1: <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> no, I love it. It was it was so fun to hear the first time and so fun to relive it. Like, just like, okay, like we have this listing in order. It's like you have like, you know, the social commentary start off and then you just sort of like go into like, let's just have a good time. Yeah, baby, let's have a good time. Give your um, body, baby, do it.
0: Yeah, um. Oh, let's give me a party. Um, yeah. I, whenever I hear this song, I'm like always like I forgot this song exists. I literally was giving a listen through one more time, maybe like 20 minutes before we we got on, and I was like. Oh, I for like I just forget this song, but it's so
1: good. Definitely underrated. Like I, I feel. I like agree. It's a very like, underrated song. Not one that people know about, but like you hear it and you're like, oh, of course it's Queen. Like, yeah, because yeah, it exactly.
0: There's no other. Like, you listen to that song. There's no other band that could be. Yep. It's just such an iconic, you know, riff guitar, the stomp. Freddie Mercury's voice in general it's so it's so queen like that's the like that's it's just so queen
1: no it it definitely feels like like a throwback that they're just like bringing it back and it's it's awesome to hear
0: oh my god yeah and definitely if you've never heard the song you meaning the people out there I know you have listened to it Like Aaron's actually, she has not. She doesn't. She doesn't know who I am. Kind of
1: funny of these songs, actually. I'm this just is, talking about this album. This is actually Aaron. We're
0: actually practicing Aaron's acting melodies <laughs> right now. Um, but if you've never heard this song, oh god, you need to. It's so good. This album is so weird, and I, that's why I love it.
1: Insane, insane. But
0: you gotta listen to it.
1: Yeah, no, Defin- definitely. You know, it goes from one extreme to the other, and this is one of the extremes that is just so important to Queens like, whole
0: image as a band. Okay, so the third track on the works, um, It's a Hard Life, uh, which was written by Mercury. Erin's got her hands up. (laughs) Love this song. Um, May and Taylor actually have stated it's one of their favorite um, Mercury, Freddie Mercury written songs um although Taylor admitted that he did not like the, the music video um and I actually just saw the music video for the first time today really? I did not know there was a music video of this song um so it's just very very interesting but it's this you know p it's very has some similar piano to Bohemian Rhapsody um you know, for the first time in ages, there's no real synthesizers used in the creation of this track. Um and really the lyrics are really good to this oh, song.
1: These lyrics, like it like like makes you like feel something, actually. Oh my god. Who, who and like you, you would think like in this song, like you know, the, 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 the melody is is so I wouldn't say happy, but it's not like a sad song. It's not no. slow. It has it has it has an upbeat or whatever. But the lyrics, like, really, like, cut deep.
0: Which yeah, would- and those are my favorite songs. Or yeah. It's like,
1: you don't really... We have to listen yes. to, like, figure out what you're supposed to feel. Yes.
0: Um, the opening lyrics are just so good. I don't want my freedom. There's no reason for living with a broken heart. This is a tricky situation. I've only got myself to blame. It's just a simple fact of life. It can only... <laughs> it can happen to anyone. Yeah, yeah, it's a hard life Ooh, to be is. true lovers together to live and to love and live forever in each other's hearts she's singing and she is (laughs) dancing um but it's it's really breaks down the you know the hardships of maintaining any significant relationship with someone and to have you know that person's complete trust um and you know all of the other things that you you give to someone when together
1: yeah and it doesn't be like like a romantic relationship this is
0: like any type of no a- like, yeah, yeah no any you know a lot of the songs that we talk about on the show in general um besides like the very specific ones that are like about fucking <laughs> yeah, about, uh, uh, except like, like tear-, a tear it up a tear, tear up it a tear <laughs> up you <laughs> um are really i feel it like could be really applied to any relationship you know platonically sexually um Definitely to a parent to a sibling a lot of these really a lot of, a lot of these conversations could be applied to that and i definitely think it's a hard life it is definitely one of them yep no. especially when it, you're talking about like a real genuine relationship it's you know
1: life is hard it's like literally once again another timeless song that just like completely translates over to being a kid in 2022 as being a kid in 1984 probably was you know Oh my God. Completely. hard it's hard hard
0: completely 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 um and brian may does an amazing uh, guitar solo on this track
1: we do love when brian may just sort of (laughs) that is important
0: (laughs) but um yeah this is this is a great great song um you know and it just it is very relatable i think you know you hit on the head it's a very timeless song like i'm looking at the lyrics now um like, I try and mend the broken pieces Oh, I try to fight back the tears Oh, they say it's just a state of mind But it happens to
1: everyone It does, it's true Like, literally, like there's never been a truer statement written Like, quite honestly Everyone goes through the shit that they talk about in this song Exactly,
0: and again, like It, it could be losing a lover It could be yep. losing a friend It could yep. be anything, in any way. In any in way, way. Um, It is, truly It's a hard life Namesake of the song but i think a really beautiful thing about life in general though is if you have those relationships with someone and someone means that deeply to you and you guys come back together and things are good you know it makes the hard life sort of sort of worth, of, it. Sort of worth it you know i'm one of those people i'm like y- you can't have goodness without pain just because yeah. it's just the way the world is so songs like that remind me songs like this i mean Remind yeah, me of yeah, that.
1: because if you're having it so good, then how do you know it's good if you don't miss it when it's exactly. gone? Hey! I'm I'm I'm
0: so, we, we move on from, from uh, It's Hard Life to, to, to yes. Man on the Prowl.
1: And this song, <laughs> I love this This song. Is a
0: fun <laughs> song, and I feel like it's very... Uh, could very relate to it.
1: I love this. I'm like, where's Elvis when you need him?
0: Literally, this is such. Um, It's very reminiscent to also Crazy Little Thing um, called Love.
1: 100%. 100%. Exact same vibe. So, Man
0: on the Prowl, the fourth track, um, this three chord Rockabilly um, Freddie Mercury composition. Um, May is played on a Fender Telecaster. It, you know, it really is a three chord chord progression, and it really does give you that that Elvis Presley esque you were mentioning, um, crazy little thing called love so vibes. So,
1: just so fun, yeah. you know. It is a there's fun no, song. There's no new intro. It just like juts right off into the lyrics, and you're just having a good time. It is, know? and
0: you know, I really think to me, this is my analysis. I think it's about a guy who's just been broken up with, and he's about to go on the town and do something stupid. And uh, he's asking his former lover to come home.
1: It's so it's so saucy, so fun. I think thinking got it in the context of like 1984, when shit like this was like sort of like taboo almost, you know.
0: Also, like, just the word, just the. I don't think a man on the prowl would be a song that was released
1: today.
0: Just the title. You no, know, I'm like
1: I'm a little worried. <laughs> Maybe person on the prowl. Even the prowl is the thing
0: that's... that's no, the it's... I, it's The issue is the prowl. I the prowl is scary part. I don't care if it's a man, a woman, a them, or a they. <laughs> the prowl. Or whatever. No one needs
1: to be prowling right now. We're not
0: that I don't need a they, them. I don't need a they, them on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the... <laughs> I think it's just an issue of the prowl. The
1: prowl, the prowl.
0: But it is such this like fun. It is such an Elvis yeah. like. Um... Like you just like
1: start like swing dancing to it or something, you know. Yeah,
0: like I will start booping and bopping, Mama. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it makes you want to dance. And I don't actually know about this, and I, I'm, maybe you do. I don't think you, but will though. But was Elvis Presley like a big influence on Freddie Mercury?
1: You know, I actually I don't know that, but you know, he has these two songs that are just so, so obviously having influence yeah. from. That style of music, whether it's Elvis specifically, or or, just or like,
0: little yeah. Richard, or yeah, you know yeah. any of those guys,
1: many like, really awesome influences that could be the influences for for Freddie in the, in, these, in these situations. Yeah.
0: But, I'm gonna say yeah.
1: I'm gonna go I'm, with yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume,
0: <laughs> I'm making a big assumption, and say yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is a fun song, and and do you have any experience with the, the feelings of this song, Aaron?
1: This song, when I hear it, like, it just makes me want to go party and just have a good time, you know, it like, does. I don't, it want to I don't feel like there's, like, I just want to, like, go out and, like, live, you know, oh, not yeah, think
0: completely. about
1: like, tomorrow, like, just, like, be in the moment, live exactly. in the moment, have a good time.
0: No, I completely, completely agree. Um, it's so, yeah, it's just one of those songs. It just makes me want to get up and dance. Yeah. Like, and I love songs like that.
1: Prowling in a nice way. Like go out. And, you like you want
0: to prowl, prowl to the, as a dance like, move.
1: Like dance prowl, you know. <laughs>
0: um. So we move on to probably one of the funkiest uh, songs on the album. Which machines? We're back to humans. It's funky. It's a funky song. That is
1: a crazy
0: song. It is a crazy song. It makes me. If I I don't if I'm ever like I would not put the song on a playlist. No. Like it's not one of those songs I'm like okay we, I'm like we're at the club I'm like put on machines.
1: Yeah, machines is a song like I'm listening to on this album or when I'm listening to like a greatest hits or whatever, yeah. and like I know it and I know what the vibes are and I know it's crazy and I know some weird aliens gonna be speaking to me in about five <laughs> minutes, but I'm not like bestie, you know. Yeah, this is
0: not a uh, here's the thing I love this song but. Yes. It's not a, it's not a, I want to break free or a Radio Gaga song, you know? Where I'm like, I could put that on a playlist. And, like, listen to it. Like, yeah, followers. this is not it. This is, um, I, whenever I hear this song, I'm like, I should be doing, like, hard drugs. <laughs> in, like, a dark German sex club.
1: I definitely could see, like, strobe light. Like, a big yeah.
0: And there's dancers and men in leather. And,
1: big leather, big leather, big leather.
0: So... There was always these rumors that like Freddie Mercury would have these like, crazy sex parties. Um and he'd have little people with with plates on their head carrying cocaine, like <gasps> pa- like mountains of cocaine. And whenever I hear this song, I think about that picture in my head.
1: Now that's all I'm ever going to think about for the rest of my life when I hear this song. Please,
0: because that's what I feel like I should be doing. I should be at this party doing coke off a little person's head listening to this song. <laughs>
1: strobe lights are like making everything i see like go and they're in leather yeah
0: they're a leather daddy oh my god isn't no, that I, so funky
1: that visual i'm like so happy about that right
0: now <laughs> oh Freddie, okay but so the fifth track on the works machines or back to humans came as an idea to taylor in may um and definitely you hear the synth um and all the vocals are sung by the group's three vocalists, including Mercury and May, singing in harmony. And Taylor performing the like robotic voices that you hear.
1: Of course, <laughs> um,
0: the instrumental remix of the song samples parts um, of "Ogre Battle" from Queen's second album, Queen Two. Flash um, the song, along with Radio Gaga, are some of the like heaviest uses of electronics in the album. With Radio Gaga, like it's you, I don't think you hear it.
1: Because it's a lot less, like, in your face. Like, it's this. Now that you just mentioned that, like, I can hear in my brain, like, where those, like, electronic parts are. Mm -hmm. But machines is, like, literally a machine. Mama.
0: Mama. Yeah, mama. It's a machine. Yeah. I think that's such a good thing that you just said. Yeah, with Radio (laughs) Gaga, it doesn't sound like it. Unless you, like, very clearly listen for it.
1: Yeah. You're like, I'm going to listen to the machine part of this. And then you're like, oh, shit. There it is machine part of it um, totally, like tell me i'm wrong <laughs> yeah
0: but then you use know the machines it's like holy fuck it's like whoa okay here. <laughs> so i think this song is really about the age of technology and sort of this 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 comment on that um you know almost radio gaga like and it's comment on music in the machines world it ain't no place for rock and roll it's the premise around which the whole of "We Will Rock You" kind of music was based on, uh, but it's also being forced to conform, you know, with smoke blackened pistons of steel. They compress me, um, so like maybe some brainwashing, I don't know. But there's definitely this this comment of um, technology and society and how we need to go back to humans.
1: Yeah. And you know like once again you have the social commentary of like yeah. we're getting and this is so relevant today, today yeah i hate when i see the little notification on my phone that tells me you've been on your phone 48 percent more this week I'm like I'm just like throw it away like i don't want to be a screen
0: yeah i hate like i really do hate actually being on my phone yep. um like i i i feel like even in the pan- the pandemic made it made me like really hate being on my phone because that was like all you could do ever, basically. Yeah, so I like I I'm one of those people like I very try like I try my best not to be on my phone a lot.
1: Yep, me too, me too.
0: Unless I'm uh, like uncomfortable <laughs> situation. Social anxiety is very much my the
1: thing that I'm makes so- me go on my phone. <laughs> socially insecure.
0: Um, but yeah, it's you know I definitely definitely do agree. I also, I feel like I made this comment a lot to you in the pandemic, so so a, a fun thing about me and Aaron is we worked um, in two different organizations at the same time while we were primarily all online from 2020 to 2021, and a lot of things happened in one of our organizations, um, and that's very non-descriptive, but... That's all we're going to say. <laughs> that's all we're going to say on the subject, but... There were a lot of things said to other people, and I feel like through a phone, through a text message, or through a Zoom, it, it, it was, and these were outrageous things.
1: Like, not great.
0: Yeah, just not great things to say to another person. Just
1: don't say things like that, quite honestly. Yeah,
0: don't say things like that. Don't be a shitty person. And I was like, I was really thinking, and I th- I, again, I, like I said, I think I made this comment to you. Um, I don't think any of those things would be said if you were like face-to-face with a person.
1: 100%, because the, 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 the security of having the screen between you mm-hmm. is so much more than talking to someone, you know, obviously not face-to-face right now, Kai, but, like, if you were sitting right here next to me, you know, there's, like, a whole different situation it's of, different oh God, like, what are they going to say back? Like, what is the immediate response going to be? Versus, oh, I made a comment on something, like, I have some time before someone else responds back to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I Yeah, it just it really, you know it's it's this such this double-edged sword now like all the technology that we use because it's like we are so connected to each other which is a good thing in some ways but it's also a bad thing Yeah. i'm like There's- i don't really need to be knowing everything about everyone's life
1: you know what there is a reason for privacy
0: of I mean, my things like this this year is like i want to stop being on instagram so much because also like instagram makes me sad sometimes
1: yes well because that's just what instagram is it's like a figment yeah. of it's a it's a part of everyone's actual reality it's not actually like what we're doing day
0: exactly in and day out. exactly and like i love instagram because i love like i'm a very visual person like i like visual medium um but it's just like it's so it just the the whole like world of social media especially apps like instagram it's so fake it's so yeah. so fake and, and like when i think about that i really do think about this song it's like god like we need to go back to humans
1: yeah like when are we gonna just be back to like being a regular regular type of human
0: yeah but i really do agree with like this this social commentary and like this was like you know tv yeah like they were just talking about like tv
1: like they didn't even know how much impact
0: Baby, what was coming yeah and like, yeah, I think this was a great social commentary on T V at yeah. the time, but God, yeah, now it's like, whoa.
1: Yeah. And once again, it's like not not a super well known Queen song. It's because it's crazy. Because it's a crazy
0: <laughs> song. But great commentary. And it it's, yeah. it's 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 a very unique sound. Yes. But it's like, oh this is good. Like it's a good sound.
1: No, like they, they like I said, they did everything they possibly could on this album and they did it all really well. Completely
0: agree. Completely agree.
1: So, so you know, you got got some robotic voice of Robert Roger Taylor talking to you. Well, it sounds good.
0: <laughs> Maybe it sounds good. So I'm gonna listen, and it's on this album. I can't skip it.
1: No yes. skips allowed.
0: Maybe I'm not. I can't skip it on a on my record.
1: that's illegal.
0: Okay, so. Next and possibly my my favorite Queen song, like we mentioned, um, I want to break free. I want to break free. So good, so
1: so good.
0: So, good. Um, so this song was written by John Deacon actually, but this pop song is best known because of its 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 music video, which we talked about yep. earlier, featuring all four Queen members cross dressing as women, and and it's a parody of the soap opera. Uh, coronation street or coronation street i think it's coronation it's yeah. c yeah whatever <laughs> the idea was um was taylor's and mercury commented everyone ran into their frocks meaning their their, their outfits <laughs> so in this music video um again you see all the four band members cross-dressing as women um you see freddie mercury dancing with the members of the royal ballet theater at one point they go through this door and there's this whole other world um mercury is playing a housewife who wants to break free from this constraining life um so freddie mercury was actually kind of shocked that the others suggested them dressing in drag for the video um, but he doesn't, he never denied that, that he was really dying to dress up and drag. Um, cause there was always been something in the back of his mind. Um, but the soap opera complete idea parody missed in the United States where the video was interpreted as a, a celebration of the word that they use at the time, which is definitely not a politically correct word as, uh, uh, tr- uh, transvestite, um, it was banned from MTV, um, Which kind of led to the lack of success in the U.S. compared to the rest of the world.
1: I'm not surprised by that. That seems very much on brand for, you know, the day and age that this was being released in. Yeah, 80s. And without the context, I mean, like, nowadays, like, you don't need the context, I feel. But, like, without the context back then, I feel like people were like, why are these four guys in dresses?
0: Yeah, but it's, like, it's so, like...
1: Like, when I think of Freddie Mercury, I
0: always, I, I genuinely always think of that music video... Because it's so, because he's like this. Because he is like a very, like, like looking at him. He is so masculine yep, in yep. in his features, but then like him being in this like very again hype. Like I was saying, hyper feminine. Like dude's literally got a breastplate on. Like I don't know if he actually has a breastplate on, but
1: like wearing like a pink shirt and like you know, and like the bob,
0: yeah, and like the bob and like of yeah. doing like very traditional again like feminine housewife things. He's fucking. Um, vacuuming sweeping, vacuuming and sweeping, and it's just such this cool play on on gender, which I think you know. With other folks, like obviously when I'm thinking play on gender, like I do think of David Bowie, I think of Mick yeah. Jagger, but like I don't know, I don't think to the t- to my top of my head that was ever really done in such a way in a music video. Yeah. Like it was really just done on in the, on stage in their performances.
1: I wasn't like structured in a way that like they were going to have this for like the rest of their time as a band and on and on you know.
0: Yeah, which I think is so cool and fuck MTV for banning it.
1: Yeah. Because if they hadn't then just imagine the success yeah. that it would have gotten because it's such a good song.
0: Yeah. But I, and now I'm like thinking about it in general it's like okay, 80s, AIDS, Ronald Reagan was president, I'm pretty positive on at this time. Um, you know, I, it was a very, you know, the U.S. at that time, and I don't think I'm speaking out of term here, was very anti-everything this music video was, basically. Or anything alluding to, yeah. you know, yeah. queer culture. It was, you know, you're going to die, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't, when I hear when I want to break free, I it is one of my favorite Queen songs. But I don't know actually how popular, I don't know if like people hear that, like, oh yeah, Queen.
1: I feel like. You don't realize it's Queen that someone tells you and you're like, holy shit, of you're course like, it's queen. Oh, of course. Like, I, I remember, like, one time I happened to, like, be playing this song and a friend of mine was like, what is this? Like, I've heard this song before, but, like, I was like, this is Queen. They you were, were like,
0: like, baby, let me teach you a lesson.
1: I was like, let's have a, let's have a, a school Let's a have a school lesson.
0: lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't think, like, this is, I don't, like... I don't think this is one of the songs where people are like yes queen i know so it's not
1: like you know bohemian rhapsody or like killer queen no, or uh, like killer queen, a good song. so good so good but best like, friend we
0: will rock you, you exactly know.
1: exactly like so many so many obviously iconic songs but like this one is just as iconic but just for yeah. whatever reason it just didn't get as much acclamation.
0: yeah do you want to hear a funny story i just thought of right now always what's the song title oh she's gonna take me home tonight Oh, down beside oh, I know. that river light. Wait, oh, Fat Bottom Girls. There we go. Yeah,
1: I'm um, like, also like right when you were like, I was like, I'm there. Um,
0: such so a funny story. But I feel like Queen. Um, definitely exposed. I meant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think Glee.
1: <laughs> okay, why, why, why was I thinking the exact same thing? Like,
0: the- I did not hear, um, Fat Bottom Girls. Till, like I did not register in my brain, and like I think I had heard it before. Till yeah. it was on Glee. Yep. <laughs> and I think that actually about a lot of Queen songs. I'm like,
1: that was like, on Glee wholeheartedly. And also in general, because I'm pretty positive. I, actually, I know for a fact because obviously I know for a fact. But I want to break for you was on Glee. I know that for a fact. And my friend was I was playing the Queen song, and they were like, "This is from Glee." I was like, "No, this is a Queen song that Glee did."
0: Yeah, baby, 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 there's no socks Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah, I'm looking at the, the like, video from that it. that hilarious? You no, know, but, um, yeah, like, I was, like, thinking, I was, like, Lee kind of went off because it exposed such a younger generation to music from, like, 40, 50 years ago. And they popped off with that.
1: They did They, they did what they needed to do, and they did it
0: well. Yeah, I don't know why I just started thinking about that. I mean, that's even though it was very problematic at points. Oh
1: so problematic. So so worried about that show always, but also I love the music. So. But also,
0: I will watch that. I will rewatch that show.
1: Any day of the week. Every year. At least once. Actually, yeah.
0: I have yeah. to, at least. It's like a tradition.
1: Like, gotta get back up on it.
0: <laughs> back to Glee. I meant whoa, sorry. I meant back to Queen. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, this is actually a Glee review. Yeah, like, like, podcast. I recommend- like <laughs> I Track seven, um, Keep Passing the Open Windows. This song. This song, wow.
1: Love this song, but like, so similar to It's a Hard Life and that, it's like, deep.
0: Baby, it's not a happy song. So... That song so this was written by mercury in 1983 for the film the hotel new hampshire based on the novel by john irving um the phrase is mentioned on a number of occasions throughout the film and was according to the opening credits also co-produced by the band's manager jim beach who changed it in order to suit the album mood better um mercury okay. <laughs> like these are the things i learned shout out to wikipedia <laughs> um mercury played piano and synths and wrote the lyrics after reading the quote in the book um so the lyrics of the song kind of make it clear and the book makes it explicit that the open windows um you know the title are upper story windows from which a fall would be fatal. In other words, um, keep passing the open windows means resist the temptation of uh, uh, jumping.
1: Yes, do not jump out of the window.
0: Which I think is um a great it, message.
1: It's, <laughs> and it's it's interesting, like also how like Freddie spins it, you know, because it's like just keep passing the open window because like love is good, basically. Basically, it's like, yeah. The moral of the song because you know it could just be you know just keep passing it and like maybe st- stuff will get better or whatever but like like he like brings it around like yeah. actually like like
0: yeah and he like he like he literally says like just believe just yeah. keep passing the open windows and you know i'm reading some of these lyrics right now again you know do you know what it's like to be alone in this world when you're down and, and out of luck you're a failure waking up screaming in the middle of the night you think it's all been a waste of time
1: it's just crazy because that is set to an upbeat rhythm. Like, yeah, it's, no, the melody that, is awesome. The beat is upbeat. You could dance to this song. Maybe I'm but it's really it. about not jumping out of a
0: window. Yeah. And, like, even the opening line, baby, forget all the sadness because love is all you need. Love is all you need. Like, we're talking about, you know, very dark themes. Um, but then also bringing that light where it's like, but baby, it's like, believe me, yeah. it's going like, to get is- better. What is it? just keep passing like just believe just keep passing the open windows
1: and i like this too and i'll re- refer-, refer back to it's a hard life again because love is all you need in any capacity true you know, that, that that romantic relationship it can be a friendship family member whatever you know it, it's, it's applicable to all types of relationships oh, not completely one that maybe people are like well i can't relate to this you know like it's you know, i hate work when
0: work. people say that
1: i'm, I'm like guys guys
0: and this is going to be, this is a very blanket statement, but I feel like a lot of men have a hard time being, like, understanding platonic love.
1: And I think it's just, you know, the environment that they've grown up in. Completely. It's very, it's very much like how we, as a society, and um, we're going to get so deep here, how we as a society, like, grow Do up it, our boys, you know? It's like, they're, they're, they're yeah. supposed to know, like, two types of love, and it's love of probably, like, a mother and love of, like, a significant other. And that, they don't really get how to have that, like, friendship love. And once again, super blanket statement. I know a lot of great guys are very in touch with their
0: feelings. Yeah, we are you know, paying a but... broad stroke here. Yeah. We're paying a very broad stroke right now. Yeah. But yeah. but I think it is very applicable. And with songs like this, I think that's so good that you brought this up again. And, and referring to It's a Hard Life, where it's like, for me personally, and again, I feel like you can, we are, I'm speaking for both of us, yeah. like, baby, we do not, I do not need to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, i've never i've never been in a relationship yeah yeah, and for me, I'm so satisfied with the like the literal like platonic love I have with my friends yeah. and the love I have with my you know my family obviously um where i'm like i don't need i don't need to be in a relationship
1: yeah the reason i think think that that is also such a thing that Freddie had on his mind when he was writing the song is like. He went through the shitter with oh, like relationships. Baby. Yeah. And stuff. He did. And like with friendships and stuff. And I, I know that when he was writing this, he was like, This is not just about a romantic thing for me. Like I've gone through the shitter with all types of relationships. Completely. But in the end, love is really all that you need. And yeah. I think that, that like to hear straight from his heart, like how he feels about what he's been through and th- which is just so relevant and relatable. Completely and listening to it forty years later, mm-hmm. like insane. Insane.
0: Yeah. And it's like it's such a also a fascinating to look at his point of view also, because it's like, ah, uh, he, global phenomenon, sexuality stuff, yeah. like, yeah. he truly has, like, dealt with, like, probably some Every, of the worst people in the world. Yeah. Every type of person. Every type of person. Yeah, so, you know, especially to hear that from him, it's quite inspiring yeah. to be on the world's pedestal and to be judged so hardly and for yeah. him to, and like to
1: know that he's gone through like the worst, some of the worst of what you could go through, oh my God, is, yeah. Uh, passing the open window. You know, yeah. like it, it's it's it really is an inspirational song.
0: I agree. Like,
1: when you get past the absolutely, yeah. like, down the dumps lyrics.
0: Yeah, baby. And like I think, I think um at the end of the day, it's the question. It's not a question. I mean, it's a statement of, you know, peaks and valleys. And I, I this is like a, it's like one of the things I say all the time. But it's like. It's a peak and valley situation, and sometimes there are going to be valleys, and they are going to be awful valleys, but it'll be over. There's going to be a peak. And maybe it's it, things are going to be good. Yep. But you just got to get through it.
1: 100%.
0: And that's on both sides. You got to get through the peak. You got to get through the valley. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Hammer to Fall. Which is...
1: Iconic beat. Iconic, iconic.
0: Good. Yeah, like a great beat. It's another, like, it's a, cl- like, I would say this is a classic yeah. Queen song of just the sound. Yeah. But I don't, but again, I don't think many people actually know this song.
1: 100%. I agree.
0: So, a song off the album. Um, another May kind of rock song. Um,
1: Very much tear it up vibes for
0: Definitely. Definitely can hear some of the synth again most of the vocal harmonies were recorded by May himself particularly in the bridge um and and it really harks back to the the old sound yeah. with you know a song being built around this hard angular musical riff so
1: good. so good
0: and it's this call and response between Freddie and and Brian May which is so fun i love when they do that on songs oh, i love when they do that um so this, this song is um, widely interpreted to be an allusion of, to nuclear war, um, and there are references in the track, um, like The Mushroom Cloud, symbolism, um, which is undoubtedly associated with uh, the detonation of atomic bombs.
1: Why is my world getting rocked right now? <laughs> I'm like, I love this song, and then it's like, actually, it's about nuclear war, I'm like,
0: Oh <laughs> no, but like it's kind of like I'm like work social commentary again.
1: Like literally, like even more so.
0: <laughs> so in fact, Queen's guitarist Brian May, who wrote the track himself, admitted to the anxiety he felt as a youth during the infamous Cuban Missile Crisis. Yep. However, that is the subject um of only one of the four choruses uh of the song. Um but it's also entirely like a tract about like you're gonna die like the hammer's gonna fall
1: like you're just waiting for
0: it. yeah mama the, the hammer is
1: gonna just, fall once again like you know they such a relatable thing it, but they're just making it in such a like upbeat like we're just waiting for the hammer, the hammer <laughs> to fall. And it's like oh death oh okay <laughs> but it's like it's fun it is no it's a great
0: song and then also again like thinking time it's like okay cold we're in the cold war <laughs> yep um yep. Vietnam has already been done maybe we're b- way past Vietnam but we're yeah. still in the Cold War countries are building up nuclear weapons
1: yeah. you know um, again very very similar. it's like, like how how could an album be more timeless like I don't think it truly can. it's such
0: Dumbledore. a you know it's a continuous thing Um, but also in general it's like these guys are getting older no they weren't that old but you know when you're in your like 30s that time like I think you start remembering uh, you, or you start realizing you're like oh
1: <laughs> that's hammer. She do be coming. You're like,
0: uh, you're like, I'm going to die. <laughs> I I do. Like, I don't think many, like, I'm a person I think about death constantly.
1: Oh, big. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, a,
1: it's like a morbid way. It's just like a, yeah.
0: I'm just like, I'm Something. like, baby. Hit the hammer.
1: Like, but I don't think many, I don't, I
0: don't honestly think that many people think like that. No,
1: that's because we're crazy.
0: <laughs> I don't think we're crazy. I just think we're vi-
1: like, self-aware.
0: Yeah. I think like, I don't, I feel like people who don't think about. Def a lot aren't self-aware
1: because it's like yeah it's like and i you know i once again like this is the whole point of the song but like i hate to be so morbid but like it's inevitable you know Yeah,
0: like it's gonna I, baby it's gonna happen
1: like, say, no one gets out of this world alive and i'm like well okay, it's so you know, true return. but it's like it's literally like a true statement yeah and
0: i don't think a lot of i really don't think a lot of people think like that until like they're in their 30s or 40s and then, like maybe i've been thinking about it since i was like 15
1: you can think about it, twenty-two. <laughs> Baby,
0: I've been thinking about it constantly.
1: Um, but
0: yeah, but like it is all inevitable. But again, but again, I like—I just love how I love the beat. Like, I love the oh, song. Fuck. I love the track. And it truly is like a class. Like, I do think it's like a classic track. Like the backing, the record—it's a tr- classic.
1: Yep, like you hear this and you're like, "I've heard this before." What is this? And it's a Queen song, of
0: course. Yeah. Again, a lot of people don't know this, though. It's a good song, though.
1: oh my god this this track
0: is this the world we created
1: i'm like I really just have to like end it on this note
0: such a good note and again so relevant at any time of existence
1: and then finally you know you have the song that the message matches like the tune you know oh my
0: like, god yeah fucking finally
1: I'm like, okay, we've made it. Like, we're 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 we're, we're actually sad now. Yeah. Like, I'm...
0: Also, I was thinking about this, and I don't know off the top of my head, I should have looked. I don't feel like there's, like, there's ever really been a, such a, um, acoustic, stripped down, raw Queen song, that, to my, that comes to my head.
1: The, 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 the song that I see, like, as sort of similar to this song, is Those Were the Days of Our Lives, just because I know, like, the context of that song is such, like, a, like, obviously an awful time for freddie you know like yeah near the end of his life or whatever and like this this like that is a lot more like it has the synth, it has like the beat or whatever like same vibes but this is a hundred percent like so much more just like you got like freddie singing about some sad shit and that's what you got going on
0: yeah completely and like it really does i think that's such a good point match it matches the tone of what he's saying. So, uh, is this the world we created? Because there's a question mark. My voices go higher. Uh,
1: <laughs> Actually, it's dot, dot, dot. Sorry, mark. dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I raised my eyebrows. <laughs> Can't do it that's yes,
0: but okay. <laughs> we end um with this song, which is uh, written by Mercury and May in Munich after the two saw a news pro- broadcast about poverty in Africa. Um, the song was performed at Live Aid as an encore. Um, Mercury wrote most of the lyrics, May wrote the chords, and you know made this made some small lyrical contributions. Um, and it's kind of like a call to arms.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, ask people to look around, to take a moment to assess the state of the broken society we live in, it really just brings you there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you think, like, if more people had heard this song, maybe it wouldn't be so applicable to today. But yet, here we are, in the exact same situation, same feeling that this song about 40 years ago.
0: Yeah. And I think that, like, I don't, you know, I might just be negative, but... I don't know if there'll ever be a point where it's like this song will be applicable. Yeah. yeah. Which is sad, but it is true. Yeah.
1: But it's just you know the world we created, I guess. Yeah, sad, like that.
0: truly. Um, but yeah, like it, it's such a it is such a good way to end. Yeah. Because one, the sound it's so the sound is so different uh, from the rest of the album, and along with. Most Queen songs in general, I feel like it's such a different sound. Um,
1: and, like, you didn't, you could never have expected this to be the last song in the album. Like, if you were listening to this album no. and you're like, what is this? Like, I feel like, I remember first yeah. hearing this being like, this is the song they chose to yeah, close with? Like, like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, it's like, usually, like, when I think of closure, I'm thinking, like, I want a big power ballad or, you know, something like that. It's just like so that. powerful
1: in a completely different way exactly
0: and it's the power behind the message and i think that's why it's such a good way to close the album and again i think really this whole album is 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 a social commentary and i think ending here it's like okay yeah that makes sense like really going through through the rest of the album yeah especially with any of these songs i've listened you know on spotify and stuff and i'm assuming on apple music and you know any streaming there's the deluxe where they where they have these other songs that were recorded during the same time but they weren't the ones that made it to the album and I, I don't I've never really listened to those all the way through but I've listened to some and I was like I was like these are just interesting and I like I don't know if it's just something because I've known this album for a long time but listening to those songs I'm like I could never see any of those songs in here or, no exactly I feel like like this yeah. is just
1: the track list that it is because like there's nothing else needed you know
0: yeah there's there truly is not anything else needed
1: it touches all the bases they took their 40 minutes and they worked
0: it <laughs> baby they said we got a lot of say <laughs> 40 minutes so so what does this kind of album tell you you know what's the story you think
1: the, the thing about this album is like you know there are so many albums nowadays that like have like a clear like start and a clear end but this album like it doesn't really end for me you know like it it just yeah. like it keeps like giving the entire time like every time you listen to it you can learn something new from it i think it's just the crazy part about this album. I and agree. So, well, you know, it would be nice if there was like a clear cut. Oh, like, you know, we start talking about like the age, of, the dawn of television and stuff. And then, you know, like the, the fucked up situation we have yeah. in the world. But the story is really just, and we will say it. We've said it before. We'll say it again. The social commentary of every aspect of what is fucked up in the world at that point today, 20 years from now, you know, who knows? Um, and so I think, I think that's the nice thing. I think it's, it's almost sort of like, like you're reading like you know like a newspaper, and like you have one section that's dedicated to this and one section. That's to yeah. That. Right. I sort. Of, I sort of like that. Oh, it's, it's not oh, so much like a story. Complete. It's more so like an amalgamation of. It's a collage. It's it's a collection.
0: It's a collage. It's a <laughs> I agree. I think that's such a good point. The newspaper thing. That's a really good. I like that a lot. But yeah, like like we said definitely like we said it's definitely social commentary and i was thinking about it more i was like this is definitely just some like dudes like just like it truly is just f- not all the songs are written by freddie mercury but it's the narrator who is freddie mercury is just bringing i feel like bringing you through this story and these like a person's thoughts and feelings that any person can experience or feel on any given day
1: yeah because there's so many stimulations that are happening all around us at all points like- and so what do we focus on? Do we focus on our relationships that we're in? Do we focus on what's going on in the world? Do we focus on death? Do we like and
0: like there's so much going on in yep. a brain. And each of
1: these each of these songs are, are a point that we're stopped at in a moment in our brain. Oh, completely. Like, um,
0: yeah. Oh, completely taking my words and making them sound <laughs> better as always. Um it's just it seems to me it's just all these like frantic thoughts.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, as that they anyone can get, feel.
1: They had to get them down on the page and like tell their shit, you know? Exactly say their truth, like, right there. But it's
0: so, at I'm like, it's such a, it's so good because it really gives you, like, it is the works. Like, it's literally, it's everything going on.
1: And, you know, I love that that's what they decided to title this album because I personally think that it's so fun when albums don't have, album titles don't have anything to do with, like, the song. Me too. But in reality, this one isn't like that. It isn't like other albums where it's, like, you can directly relate the album title to, like, a song or anything like yeah. that. But this album title is related to every song. Oh yeah, completely. Thing, you know?
0: Completely, completely, completely. So, Aaron, I want a song to fall in love to. Okay. To get your heart broken to. Okay. And then what what would you say is the defining song of your album? And I'll, I will provide my answers when you provide yours.
1: Yeah. So, obviously I got these prompts a little bit earlier, so I was thinking about them and I I'm sort of I'm sort of set on my answers, so I think I'm not going to change in last minute or anything.
0: I didn't I'm, I'm changing mine.
1: I sort of, I kind of laugh at my answers because well my first answer because I just think it's sort of funny but for me you know man on the prowl I think it's <laughs> my, my no like I'm serious like I feel like that's like my you're psycho oh well that's true but just like you know it's just it's fun and upbeat it's everything that like I would want when I'm falling in love sure I want, I want to be like swept off my feet in a like a rush of like emotion true. and just like have fun for like one night and then see where it goes from there yeah
0: you are that kind of girl
1: i'm i'm literally i'm not like most girls no <laughs> she is
0: she is not like most girls uh,
1: so yeah i think that would be that would be a song to fall in love do you want to do one and one or yeah do let's do me- that
0: um mine is um i want to break free Ooh, okay, um yeah. i just love i just love the the lyric that literally goes i fallen in love i've fallen for, in love for the first time and this time i know it's for real
1: mm-hmm. um that's part of the whole song <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, like, I think... Harmony. Oh, so good. I think a lot of the ways, like, from this song, and the reason why I chose this song is literally because of that bar. Well, but it's I'm like, like for me personally, and I feel like for some other people, it's like, I think, falling in love, quote-unquote, um, it's a very scary thing. It's a very yes. vulnerable thing. Um, Like, showing a completely different side of... of... Like a very, very vulnerable, like a very, a different side of who you are, a very vulnerable side, in a lot, a lot of ways, and I feel like sometimes you need to break free from, like, putting up those walls and being afraid to do that. 100%. And that's why I picked that song. Yeah, because baby, I, baby, I got the barriers and they're up.
1: them walls, they're thick. baby, the
0: walls. <laughs> have been it's the great wall of china up in here
1: <laughs> great great wall of kylie <laughs> the great wall
0: of kylie okay um to get your heart broken too
1: um i think this one's an easy one if you don't agree with me i think it'll be fine but i personally think that the best answer to this question is it's a hard life
0: oh yeah true i was gonna put hammers um
1: i mean also a good one because like it's like it's like you know sort of like same like it's a hard life to me it's like... That's a good point, though. I did not... And also, out. it also feels like, you know, that type of broken heart to that song, it's like you know that the situation right now is not working out, mm-hmm. and so it's hard. It's hard to be two lovers together. You the know theaters. that. But you you have to go your separate ways because the circumstances, the situation...
0: I take back my out. answer, and I agree with Aaron.
1: I said, I have some
0: <laughs> The reason I put hammer to fall is because... One, it's obviously, I think, intended to be written about death, but yes, I but think I, see it in a relationship. I could think it could be intended as like you might be in not a good relationship, no, whatever that means, or and you know, or a relationship you know is going to end, and you yeah. know you're going to be broken up, broken just about up about it, and yeah. you're just waiting for that hammer to fall. It's that beforehand, um, kind of feeling that anxiety, yeah. that build up in your stomach. your hands get clammy um but i totally i I do agree with you um with hard life i i I take back my answer and i i go with the woman and on the screen
1: she
0: agrees she agrees okay defining song on this album i think we'll have the same answer
1: yes well, I just don't know, because you've already mentioned the song that I was going to say. So
0: we don't have the same answer. Ooh, okay,
1: I love I love that we don't have the same answer. I, I'm sorry. I want to break free. Just I think it. that's a
0: If it wasn't my fault in love, I would say it's the defining.
1: And I, I know that's why that it's not. So I, I'm very much okay with you having a different answer than yeah. me. Otherwise I'd be pissed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, it's just like, you know, the line that you mentioned is just an iconic line. You got the harmonies, you got the, the music video to back up the I- iconic moment that is this song yeah it's and so good just,
0: it's so you good. know
1: and at the end he's like life just goes on yeah and life just goes just, on that's just all you need to know you know and, and i think it perfectly summarizes maybe not perfectly but it, it does a really good job of summarizing what the other messages in the other songs are like yeah goes, life still goes oh you're <laughs>
0: killing it miss Aaron. what the hell i said whatever <laughs> i completely that is such a good point I had never thought about it, like, in that way.
1: I think a little bit. I don't know.
0: Wow, that's a really good point. Yeah, breaking free just from the constraints of this awful life that we all life live. Life
1: just goes on, babe.
0: It truly does. Like, baby, it's crazy how, like, it truly just goes on.
1: Yeah, shit like this just doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, like, literally this does not matter.
1: No. At all. Which is just so... Which is nasty. crazy it's so crazy it's so crazy sometimes
0: when i go to work i'm like this does not matter
1: no like i think do you feel like that at school oh my oh every day of my life i'm like i'm getting a master's degree and for what? like for
0: what literally for what (laughs)
1: like for what because like life just goes on
0: truly like it. life like like truly does not care life about anything about life is
1: going to do what life does, and you're just along for the ride, babe, and you better hold on And tight. baby,
0: it does not matter how rich you are, how poor no. you are, no. who you are.
1: That's
0: it. That's it. I think about that so... I think about that too, again, with death, but... Yeah.
1: Um, I'm, like, I'm like, and now we're back to Hammer to Fall, you know? It's like, yeah. It all, it all ties together, even though... It, it does. Like songs are just so starkly different from each
0: other. Yeah, and even with all the, the themes, like you mentioned, it's like poverty... That's the no. that's just the biggest one like, because of how we ended. I'm
1: like, is there any more? Like, do we have more? <laughs> like, there is a lot
0: of, again. Like, just all the social commentary themes. It's like, yep. those are bad things that are happening. Yep. But truly, the days keep going. The sun sets and the sun rises, and it's crazy to think about that in the context of the bad things that are happening in the world.
1: Because, like, how how could it? You know? Yeah, because
0: like, they- it's like how could life go on when all these awful things are happening?
1: But life doesn't give up.
0: Book. <laughs> oh, that's crazy wow
1: that's crazy. we're getting crazy up in here um, um what's yours then if i'm i'm different from you i guess
0: <laughs> so mine is radio gaga
1: like that was my second one so yeah <laughs> um
0: i think for a couple reasons one i think it's the most well known off that. um i think it's such a good opener i think it really tells the picture of of where we're going in the theme um also it just sounds so good
1: such a good song and like and I love and obviously you know like the live performance of it but it gets people involved like it's not just like a song that they're singing
0: no it's such a it's such a community moment you know
1: 100%, 100% um
0: and I think you know I just really relate to it in a lot of ways too because Freddie's obviously just talking about specifically radio, but like the radio and the music that he heard through the radio, and I relate to that, that just so much in general just because of music and like how much music has taught me, how much music has influenced my life, you know, my only friend through teenage nights, um, and really has just influenced me so much. So that's why I this is the defining song for me because I think I relate to it the most. But I do want to say to the people, my favorite song is I Want to Break Free, but I think this is... Just to clarify Just, to clarify. Just to clarify, if you did not understand, I Want to Break Free is my favorite song, but I think this is the mm, yeah. the defining one. Okay, my last question.
1: What, yeah. what keeps you coming to this? What keeps you coming to this album? I feel like I have already said this, but I will, I will re-say it. Please because do. I I, lo- I live for this album. You know, this is, a, this is a great album, and honestly, having this conversation and being able to, like, talk this out with someone that also, like, feels the, the same way that I do about this album has made me love it even more.
0: Oh my god, know? yeah, me too. Like,
1: like, like getting into, like, the, the deep dive is, like, so, so important, but it's just, it, everything about this album just keeps you guessing. You know, and the nice thing is, like, most albums, you can't put on shuffle. This album, you can and just sort of let the, I agree. Emotions, the the emotions can take you wherever they want to go because this album is crazy and you know for someone that is crazy as you also are Kylie this album sort of just reflects that you know and it I agree. It, it makes me feel things as a kid in 2022 that I know kids in 1984 were feeling like yeah. I it's, it's it's timeless it it does so much and it does it so well and it just has it has utter classics that oh, like agree. you never go out of style
0: yeah like this album is just so fun to me and it's fun in a lot of ways like obviously a lot of the themes are very depressing and sad but like it talks about in such a like it does talk about in a fun way like oh like, it's fun and i agree there's a lot of the cl- there are so many classics on this um it really started a conversation like i always when i always think of this album i will just always think about that music video of i wanna break free and yeah it's just so timeless i i agreed the, the, the themes that they talk about are so applicable yep. now as they were then exactly. um and it's just good like it just sounds good like sounds good feels good um like it just makes me smile when i hear this album
1: yeah like, this album comes on, and I'm like, I know. I'm like, work. I'm
0: gonna it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. Well, Aaron, this went by so fast. Thank you for coming on the show. Do you have anything to say? Any closing thoughts? Anything to plug?
1: All I know is that if you haven't listened to this album, like, Baby this is like, and, like, top top priority, quite honestly. Yeah, this is um, a really good album. you through it, you will be feeling all the emotions, Please. but that is why it's called the works, so... <laughs> Um all I know is that Kyle you're doing a great job with this oh. nice. Good to see the the finished product. Yeah, so baby, you I'm happy to be be contributing in whatever small way I can.
0: Baby, it wasn't small. But <laughs> um I uh erin will be on in the future. I I'm going to hope and assume I said, knowing me and knowing her.
1: Maybe coming back.
0: Maybe coming. Maybe um, I'll read it. And of course, make sure you follow, rate, comment, whatever on whatever platform you are on it really helps um the show out me out um make sure to follow us on tiktok and instagram at my records in may and obviously make sure you join next week as we delve through 21 pilot's hit album vessel with my good friend um my first real real quote-unquote friend no no quotes she's she was one of my first real friends carly who i've talked about on the pod before um so stick around for a preview of that and uh, i'll see you next time bye he's saying baby let's put that energy somewhere else basically no yeah
1: and um again kind of nodding at, even though obviously it wasn't written I mean, I guess it was written for a crowd. Like it was written performed for because, I mean, aren't all songs written to be performed? But like the line about like the solution is I see a whole room of these mutant kids, mm-hmm. and it's like that's that's very that, true. Uh, that was us. Like that, that was, was that literally was us. That was us in the crowd.
0: That literally was the us. Wrist.
1: Anyway, being like in the Twenty One Pilots fandom at the time that this was, was happening so was like good. really really it was important. a prime it was a prime it was really really good we were very fortunate
0: we were i think we were talking about this too the other we were in a car ride